the angels are very busy. As we pray, hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. I want to just touch the word of God tonight a bit because it's also a night of a powerful word of God. Hallelujah. But I've got a special testimony that I have. I've got a testimony of what God has done. Uh, Many years ago, I did and I finished my master's in mechanical engineering, but for the university to finalize things, there were some stuff that they were still discussing for some time. Hallelujah. Amen. Then today I got the confirmation from the university. They're saying that Masters in Mechanical Engineering is completed. I can do my PhD now. Amen. Then I do mechanical engineering for fun. Yeah, then part of it, PhD must be done also. Hallelujah. Amen. And we do the work of God. I do the work of God full time. And this one, I live for it. This is what I, I will live to do. Hallelujah. Anyway, I just want us to go to the word of God tonight. That is just my great, one of the great testimony of what God has done on this regard. Amen. I want to just talk a bit tonight about the prayer and fasting that we are in it tonight. In this wonderful journey that God has put us in. Hallelujah. I can say that it is one of the greatest seasons to renew our strength. It's one of our greatest seasons to do what? To renew our strength. Spiritually, our strength are being renewed. Hallelujah. Okay, can we just go to the book of Isaiah chapter 58? Isaiah chapter 58. The Bible says that, let us read from verse number number one. Shout it aloud, do not hold back. Raise your voice like a trumpet, declare to my people. They are rebellion to the descendants of Jacob, their sins. For that day, after day, after day, for day after day, they seek me out. They seem eager to know my ways, as if they were a nation that does know, that does what is right and has forsaken the commands of its God. They ask me for just decision, 
and seem eager for the for God to come near to them. Verse number three. Why have we fasted? They say. Why have we fasted? They say. And you have not seen it. Why have we humbled ourselves and we have not noticed? Yet on the day of your fasting, you do as you please and exploit all your workers. Your fasting ends in quarreling and strife. Hallelujah. Amen. And he strive each other with wicked fist. You cannot fast you cannot fast as you do today and expect your voice to be heard on high. Is this the kind of the fast I've chosen? Only a day for people to humble themselves? Is it for bowing one's head like a reed? For lying, lay, lying in sackcloth and ashes? Is that what you cast? What you cast a fast? a day acceptable to the Lord? It's not this kind of fasting I've chosen to lose chain of the justice, to untie the cords of the yoke, to set the oppressed free, and to break every yoke. Is it not to share the food with the hungry, to provide the poor Wanderer with shelter, when you see the naked to close them and not to turn away from your own flesh and blood, then your light will break forth like the down. Your healing will quickly appear. Your righteousness will go before you and the glory of the Lord will be your rear guard. Then you will call and the Lord will answer. You will cry for help and you will say, here I am. If you do away with the yoke of oppression with the appointing finger, with the pointing finger and malicious talk, Hallelujah. Amen. Wow. Here we are here reading these verses, these scriptures about fasting. Amen. Which one? Which is actually fasting, first of all, it is to humble ourselves. Hallelujah. Is the way to show God that we honor Him. Is the way to show God that we humble ourselves. 
We humble ourselves before him so that he can lift us up. Hallelujah. So that he can strengthen us. So that he can empower us. That is a the reason for fasting, hallelujah. Amen. Amen. That one, there are some activities that we need to do when you are fasting. Part of it, when you are fasting, it is to give. Here, first of all, giving also giving to the poor. Giving to the needy. Hallelujah. It's part of the thing that God says that I must do. Don't just be hungry. Don't just not eat. And you don't show some action towards it. Hallelujah. Don't just sit to the, uh, don't just wear rags and you sit to the place where there were ashes, as to humble yourself. But after that, say that when you are fasting, help the poor. Hallelujah. Give to the needy. That is the part of it. Clothe those who don't have clothes. As you do so, God says that then your light will break forth. Like down, your healing will come quickly. Your righteousness will go before you. Then the glory of the Lord will be your rear guard. Hallelujah. Because part of it, the poor are crying to the Lord. The poor are crying to the Lord looking for help from God. When those poor are crying to the Lord, looking for help from God, then when you go and you feed them, you are doing what God needs to be done. And after when they stop crying, stop crying for food, the Lord now will also, oh, you have, they have now stopped crying. Also, what do you want? Also, what do you want me to do for you? And he will do that quickly. Hallelujah. Amen. After that, what we are talking about, I remember the other day, what we have said that we are combining this 21 days of prayer and fasting with. We said that we are combining it with offering. Because offering by itself has got power. Then when you combine two powers, indeed, you open also heaven. Hallelujah. Can you just go through some few verses this evening about the power of offering? Because faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. The more you hear, let me tell you this, when you, the more we study the word of God about healing, you believe for a healing and God begins to heal. The more we begin to hear the word of God about deliverance, 
we begin to believe for deliverance. And God begin to do what? God begin to deliver. In the same way, if you want financial prosperity, financial breakthrough, we must begin to talk about financial breakthrough scriptures. Financial, so that we can believe for what? For financial breakthrough. Once you believe for financial breakthrough, financial breakthrough will be there. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Whatever you study the word of God about, that's what it produces. If you study the word of God about love, that means you'll begin, love will begin to manifest in your heart. Hallelujah. But if you want financial breakthrough, we begin to study, to talk about the word of God, about what? Financial breakthrough. If we begin to talk about the power of God, the scriptures about the power of God, the power of God will manifest. Then now we want to... Then that's why I'm saying that in these 21 days, we don't just only want us to be renewed spiritually, are to be renewed mightily only in power. Let there be financial also revival. Let there also be financial breakthrough. Once Amen. we have walked, as we're going to be walking with God also concerning our what? Our finances. Hallelujah. Amen. Let me tell you this. You know, some people they will be saying, ah, why do you talk? Why do you talk about tithe and offering? Is it not on the Old Testament? Let me tell you this. Let me just read this verse for you. Malachi chapter 3 from verse number 6. The Bible said that Malachi chapter 3, verse number 6. I, the Lord, do not change. So you, the descendants of Jacob, are not destroyed. That means, first of all, God is saying that I do not do what? I do not change. From Genesis to Revelation, Jehovah does not what? He does not change. His ways do not change. His principles do not what? Do not change. If you do what he revealed to Abraham, he will do to you what he did to Abraham. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. Actually, one of the first tithers in the Bible is Abraham. The Bible says that when Abraham was coming from a, from a wall, from rescuing a lot, the Bible said that he met the priest of Salem by the name of Melchizedek. When he met with Melchizedek, he took the tithe. He gave it to the priest of the Most High. He gave it to Melchizedek. Melchizedek blessed Abraham. That's how, 
Abraham began to be blessed. It was Melchizedek who blessed who? Abraham. How did Melchizedek bless Abraham? He blessed Abraham by words. He spoke words of blessings. He blessed Abraham. The Bible says that after when Abraham went to the king of Sodom and Gomorrah, king of Sodom and Gomorrah wanted to bless Abraham with things. He was saying that, oh, you have done a great work. It was because of you that we are delivered. It is because of you that you are saying, can you take some of the spoils? Abraham said that, no. I'm not going to take anything from you. So that when I'm blessed, you, nobody must ever say that I have blessed Abraham. Abraham said that instead of I have given everything I needed, I just only took the tithe which I gave to Melchizedek. And I believe after that I will be blessed. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Otherwise, if I say Abraham's blessings are mine, but I did not do what Abraham have done, it won't be possible to receive what Abraham have received. And you will wonder, why am I claiming Abraham's blessings? Why am I decreeing that I'm a kingdom financer? Why am I decreeing that I'm supposed to be rich? I refuse to be poor. Why is it not manifesting? Some of the things after you have decreed, after you have declared, you need to act in a certain way concerning to the word of God. Amen. Genesis 24 verse number 1. The Bible says that Abraham was now very old and the Lord has blessed him in every way. He was very old. And God has fulfilled his word. Fulfilling the words of a what? Of somebody who was not just decreeing also. Who was not just praying also. After he was doing his part. Are you getting what I'm saying? Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. The second title is Jacob. The Bible talks about. The Bible said that Jacob, the day that Jehovah visited him as he was running away from his brother Esau, he slept and put his head on top of a rock. During the night, he saw a vision. He saw angels going up up and down from heaven, like that. Up and Amen. down from heaven, and he woke up. Amen. Say, ah, Amen. this place is blessed. This place is not an ordinary place. This place is blessed. 
Amen. I will call it Bethel. And God, he make a vow to God. Tell God, if indeed you are God of Abraham and Isaac, if indeed you are, you are the fear of Isaac, if where I'm going, you will favor me and you bless me, I will Amen. give you time. Of everything I will get, I will give you what? I will give you time. I will time. The Bible said that after he made that vow, indeed he went to his uncle Laban. When he arrived there, Laban was surprised. When he welcomed his nephew, niece, on, he, could, he was surprised. Whatever Jacob was touching was flourishing. Whatever Jacob was touching was prospering. He was getting richer and richer in such a way that Laban did not want Jacob to go. He will trick Jacob for him to stay. Because the blessing of covenant of Abraham and what he had promised Jehovah, it was at work. And the Bible said that one day, Papa Jacob said that, okay, he was given that all the spotted, all the spotted flock of Laban will belong to him. And indeed, from that day, he was told that this is how he was going to be paid. All the flocks of Laban give, begin to give the spotted goats, spotted animals only. And... Jacob became richer and richer. Amen. One of the part of the main component why these people were blessed it was because they had covenant with God. And that covenant was in the form of a tithe. Hallelujah. Amen. And they were prospering. They were prospering financially. You know, most of the time, I remember during the day there was another man who was telling me that, hey, man of God, please help me. I've got a problem with finance. I said, okay, one of the things that you must do for you, learn and know that some of the finances that God blesses you does not belong to you. It belongs to who? It belongs to God. You eat it, you get in trouble with God. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. Can we go to the Amen. book to the book of Habakkuk? Habakkuk chapter one. Mantara Brashanta Labahaya. La Kata Pason Tarabashiataraba. Rekete paso torobo. Amen. Amen. Wow. Can you go to uh, Habakkuk chapter 1? La tarabashanta la bahaya. Amen. Are you there? Mantarabashantalabaha Likatapasonta 
Let us go to the book of Haggai, chapter 1. Let us read from verse number 9. The Bible said that you expected much, but see, see it tend to be little. What you brought home, I blew away. Why declares the Lord Almighty? Because of my house, which remain a ruin, while each of you is busy with your own house. The Bible says that you expected much, but see to it, it and what? To be little. What you brought home, I blew away. Why, declares the Lord Almighty, because my house, which remains a ruin while each of you is busy with your own house. Okay, this is somebody who expected much from that business, from that job, and it tend to be little. When, when that person, whatever he was bringing home, the Lord said that, I doesn't say the demon here. The Lord said that, I blew away, declares the Lord, because of my house, which remains a ruin, while each of you is doing what? Is busy with their own house. Hallelujah. This is somebody, you know, as a child of God, as long, as much as we have got plans for our things. You have got plans to build that beautiful house. You have got plans to, to build, a, one, to drive a beautiful car. You have got plans. It is normal to have the plans. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Amen. As long as you have got those plans, that I want to do this for my family. I want to do this for my house. I want to do this. I want to buy this kind of clothes. You must also have the plan of God for God. You must also have the plan for the things of God. In such a way that when you are planning that I will do this for my house, I will do this in this, in this year for my family, you must say I will do this for God. Are you getting what I'm saying? Amen. Otherwise, if you only focus only on your things, this is where the Lord says that you expected much, then it tend to be little. Because if you would have expected much and you would have taken care of the Lord, he was going to make sure that whatever you get is much. Whether it is much physically or it is little turning much. Either way, because the Lord will be on your harvest. Hallelujah. And after that, the Lord said that what you brought home when this person did not take care of the Lord, the Lord blew away. It was not a demon. Some people, they wonder, ah, I'm getting paid a lot. I'm making a lot of money. But at the end of the day, they wonder, I don't see my money. I don't see what I'm doing with my money. 
sometimes if that person is not taking care of the Lord's things, it is not even Amen. a demon that is blowing away. It is the Lord. Amen. The Lord is just looking for attention. He said, ah, it's just looking, ah, you are not, you don't have any plan with me. With what, I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. The Lord is looking for attention. Say, this person does not have plans for him. Does not have plans for his things. Does not say that, okay, what, this is what I want to do for God. Are you getting what I'm saying? Amen. Amen. At the end of the day, we must have plans for God. So that the, even the little that you come back with from home will be much. He, will, he won't be blessing, blowing away power. He will be a bl- blessing power. The power that makes little much. The power that makes five loaves and t- two fish feed 5,000 people. The power that gives you plan of the kind of the house you must build. The power that will make sure that that, that house is what is built. The power that makes sure that it sustains you. The power that is behind your prosperity. The power that will be behind to protect your everything. When the Lord is happy first. Hallelujah. Have a plan to make God happy. I don't know whether you are talk, uh, I'm talking to somebody. Amen. Amen. Then I'm telling you, you will not struggle to finish to build that house. It will be God who's, being, who's going to be giving you ideas. To do great things because he wants to prosper you and he wants to shine through your achievements. Can we go to the book of Malachi chapter 3? The Bible from Genesis to Revelation is the word of God. Hallelujah. Don't listen to anybody who will tell you, ah, don't read this verse. It is the Bible. It is the word of God. Amen. The Lord says that I am the Lord and I do what? I change not. He doesn't change. He has never said that I don't believe on this. No. The word of God is the word of God. Can we go to the book of Malachi, chapter 3? We're not going to read. Okay, let us just read from this verse number 8. Let us read verse number 10 going downwards. 10 going downwards is so powerful. You know, imagine if somebody's taking out this Verse number 10 and 11 and 12, a powerful verses I can tell you. It is only the devil who will be telling you, ah, tithe is in the Old Testament. Abraham is still in the Old Testament. David is in the Old Testament. 
Imagine a Bible without the Lord is my shepherd. Imagine the Bible without hey, those who, who live in the shadow of the Almighty. They, are you getting what I'm saying? There's some powerful blessings are in the Old Testament. Like this, what are, what, these secrets that we are talking about here. Let us read verse number 10. Bring the whole tithe into the storehouse that there may be food in my house. Test me in this, says the Lord Almighty, and see if I will not throw open the floodgates of heaven. And pour out so much blessing that there will not be room enough to store it. The Bible says that first of all, bring the whole tithe into the storehouse that there may be food in my house. Test me in this and see if I will not throw open the floodgates of heaven. And pour out so much blessings that there will not be room enough to do what? To store it. The Lord saying that first of all we must bring the tithe into the storehouse of God. So that first of all there must be food where? In the house of God. So that it may be also easy to do the work of God. So that those also who are doing the work of God can be encouraged to do what? The work of God. So that the gospel of the work of God can go on very, very powerfully. We have got many pastors who are stopping to do the work of God and go and do the, uh, to do a secular jobs and all that. When they were supposed to be doing the work of God. Because there is no food in the house of God. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Can I ask you a question? I'm sure wherever we stay, there is a government, isn't it? I'm right. Let me ask you, if in that government, if they are not paying people who are working for the government, do you think there was going to be anybody who was going to be working for the government? No. Today, I'm, gonna, I'm telling you, even those who are president of your country, they're going to say, no, we are, I'm going to plow in my field. This thing of a president, let somebody do it. It's then, because when somebody who's working in SARS, in your government, working at the hospital for your government, Working for the school, for your government. When they get paid, they get encouraged to do what? To do that work. Isn't it, isn't it like that? Amen. If they were not getting paid, they will stop being... I'm telling you, some people, they will say, I love to be a nurse. I love to be a teacher. I love to be a policeman. But I, yesterday I, was, I, I read this other article when I was busy posting things on the Facebook that some of the Zimbabwean police, 
They are turning into robbers. What is the problem? They are not paid. I don't know whether I'm talking to somebody. When there is food in the house of God, people are encouraged to do what? To do the work of God. Hallelujah. And God wants the work of God to be done. That's one thing you must understand. It's not like God is saying that I don't want people to serve me. People who are serving God, like some people will tell you, maybe the people who are serving God, maybe they are lazy. No, it's not true. God also, he wants his work to be what? To be done. No teacher is lazy to do the teaching work. No nurse is lazy to do his work. They enjoy doing that work because they get paid. Hallelujah. But if there is no food in home affairs, nobody will say, I enjoy doing my waking up and going to do their work. I'm saying even in your job, if they stop paying you, you will quit that job. They will just see you stopping to go to work, just like that. Then, when there is a food in the house of God, God is served the way he should be served. Hallelujah. And after that, God said that, test me in this when I'm well served, says the Lord Almighty, and see if I will not throw open the floodgates of heaven and pour out so much blessing so that there will not be room enough to store it. When people are praying, are enjoying to do the work of God, praying, hey, praying 24 hours because like um, there is food in the house of God. It is good to serve God. And they worship the way they're supposed to worship. Pray the way they're supposed to pray. God said that after that, what will I do? I will open the floodgates of heaven. And there will be what? There will be too much blessing that you will not even have room enough to store those blessings. Hallelujah. Let me tell you this. Then because people will be serving God the way he will be served, worshipping him with the whole of their heart, not worshipping now, uh, they are thinking about oh, these people who are supposed to be serving God, they are thinking about their businesses, they are thinking about, the th- they are just saying, can I stop this service quickly? I bet I've got a business deal to, uh, to close. This is the pastor who is so dedicated in his business more than the work of God. That pastor will say, let us just pray. Five, five minutes is enough. <laughs> you know why? There is a phone call of another business. His heart is on the business. I don't know if I'm talking to somebody. Amen. But a pastor whose heart is in the work of God will will. Those, I'm talking about people who are really serving God in what? In spirit and in truth. Hallelujah. Amen. They will serve God wholeheartedly. After that, the glory of the Lord will come down too much. When the glory of the Lord will come down too much, because the more you pray, the more the glory intensifies. Hallelujah. Amen. 
This is what's going to happen in verse number 11. I will prevent your, your, the pest from devouring your crops and the vines in your field will not drop their fruits before it is ripe, says the Lord Almighty. Hallelujah. Amen. Because now we are seeking and we are worshiping God in spirit and in truth. The glory has become too much. He has become our protective power. He has become the one who protects you, our things. Hallelujah. Amen. He protects your job. Because you have realized that you, you are the one who is making sure that the gospel flourish, the gospel go forward. He, let me tell you this. He now has an interest in your job. Hey, some people, they wonder why it's like God does not care about their job. It's because they have not shown interest to the things of God. I don't know whether I'm talking to somebody. But when they've shown interest on the things of God, what will happen is that also God will be have begin to have interest in their jobs. He will protect that job. He will bless that job. He will multiply that job. He will make those things work financially. Hallelujah. May our things work financially in Jesus' name. May money be never be a problem to any one of us in Jesus' name. Verse number 12. The Bible says that, Then all nations will call you blessed. For yours will be delightful land, says that all nations. The glory will be down. The glory will be too much. And all he will be, he will say that by this time, he will be coming to bless. As he will be blessing financially. So all nations will do what? Will call you what? Bless. Wow. I can see God getting provoked to bless. Say, I am about to prosper. I am about to prosper. Financially. I speak to every seed, to every offering that you have ever given to God. May it bring a harvest in Jesus' name. May you be financially buoyant in the name of Jesus. May God give you opportunities, ideas to make money in Jesus' name. May you make money. May God give you people to partner with them to make great business ideas in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Amen. Say, I am connected. I am connected. I am getting connected. I am getting connected. 
you know, my biggest prayer is that God give you these great ideas to make money. Sometimes it's not even for me to have a business. Because sometimes the more I will have a business, I will have, I will be, I, I don't want to be distracted. I don't want to give more time. I want to give more time to the Lord. I'm trying to. But you, may you have a lot of businesses in the name of Jesus. Amen. That person you want to venture into transport, may you give you the equipments you need, certificate you need, connection you need in Jesus' name. Amen. Ideas. Hallelujah. I can see the Lord is saying that this is how it's going to happen. Some of the businesses idea, they will come to you like you are dreaming. Amen. Amen. This idea, they will come to you like you are dreaming. You will feel like you are dreaming. But it will be an angel of God connecting you to make money. Because the Lord is raising a kingdom financier in Jesus' name. May the Lord raise a billionaire in you in Jesus' name. May you have enough supply for you to eat and to help others. In the name of Jesus. Then that's why, that is the part of it. That's why we are praying. That's why we are waiting upon the Lord. After that, that's why we are sowing to open the floodgates of heaven. We want to believe him on the open heaven where money is not a problem. Say money will never be a problem in my life. In the name of Jesus. Listen to me very carefully. Whether this thing happen overnight or not, just keep on doing them. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. At the end of the day, it is impossible for what God has promised not to come to pass. It is impossible. I, I I, we know him. The Bible is the proof. He is the faithful God. He won't start lying with us now. It's, he's too big to lie. I don't know whether you hear what I'm saying. He is a trustworthy God. Can we go to the book of Hebrews chapter 6? Hebrews chapter 6? As we are wrapping up tonight. Wow. Verse number 18. God did this so that by two unchangeable things in which it is impossible for God to lie. We who have fled. Oh, okay, okay. But that is the first portion that I was looking for. For it is what? 
impossible for God to lie. If he promised to open the floodgates of heaven, he will do what? He will open the floodgates of heaven. Do you, can I say this? Do you know who are the richest people in the whole world today as we speak? It is the Jews. The Jews are the richest people in the whole world. Because of the covenant of Abraham. Because, of, because do you know what the, the, the Jews does? The Jews, they don't read the New Testament. They read only the Old Testament. And when it tithe, they tithe like nobody's business. And God blesses them like what? Like nobody's business. Because they are, they are, tith- they, they are tithing. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. These things and these practices, like what you're talking about, do you know the Jews, they practice only the Old Testament? The Muslims, they practice most also of Old Testament. They practice it a lot. Then, what about us? Who have got a better promise of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. The problem will, is, will be only when you say, Ah, oh, Jesus Christ has paid for me a tithe. I don't want to tithe. Okay, it's fine. The Jews, they are saying, ah, we are tithing, and they reap what the Bible talks about. That is the problem. We need to balance our prayer life, our giving life. I don't know whether you are getting what I'm saying. Amen. Yes, because we want to be blessed financially, we must give also. Then that's why we're on this financial revival of 21 days also. That part of it, let us test him. Let us unlock heavens. Let us make sure if he fail, it's impossible for God to fail, man. There is no that option. Hallelujah. Amen. Say, my life is blessed. My family is blessed. My family is blessed. My 